Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 44 of the Breakdown Walls podcast. And a little different this week. It's uh, it's just me hosting. So it's kind of weird, right? But uh, we do have a guest this week. So uh, I have them on now if you want to uh, introduce yourself, guest. Oh, oh, hi. I'm, uh, I'm Brandon Cole. Uh, first wait, time... Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, long time listener, first time caller. Huh. Oh, that's interesting. What? Yeah, isn't it? It's huh. it's weird. Uh, so it's so, almost like it's almost like one of the other hosts is like the guest this time or something. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why that is. Well, yeah. I can tell you. I can tell you why this is, and this is going to be. No, be like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember. <laughs> Uh, no, so this is this is a different show. Obviously, um, we're not going to do. I don't think we're going to do segments. No, no segments. Um, so the thing, the super secret thing, ladies and gentlemen, is no longer super secret. Indeed, it's not. We can talk about it now. Yes. And what is that super secret thing? It's the Last of Us Part Two. Brandon has been working on this game, this swan song of the PlayStation 4, the AAA of all AAA games in the last, like, five years. He's been working on it basically from the outset. Yep. Yes, indeed. So so let's get right into it. Uh, (laughs) Do we want to get started on, like... uh, where should we start? Like, where did where did this start? Like, where does one begin? Oh, yes. Okay, where did it start? It started, at least in terms of this game. Uh, it started at GA Conf twenty seventeen. Um, there is a moment which is in the uh, video yes, of my speech. It's documented. It's a documented moment. It's funny because it's these. There's a giant trail of clues here, but no one followed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. There's a it's, moment. It's, it's it's one of those like so obvious thing once you see it, and then it, but yeah, no one yeah. noticed. Yeah, so there's a moment in my speech during my speech in 2017, uh, where I was uh, talking about games that we'd like to play, games that you know we blind people would love to play. The fact that we just at the time, remember this 2017, we didn't have a big story based game. We've never experienced that kind yep. of thing before. Um, and I was like, yeah, we would love to play games like The Last of Us. And, you know, you know, I, I was saying uh, my fiance played the first one for me. Uh, and and uh, it's something that I would love to do like a role reversal. I would love to, you know, for the first time ever play a game for her. And yep. when I got to that point, someone in the front row, some, uh, some, some conspicuous person in the front row <laughs> said, oh, we have to talk to this guy. That person was Amelia Scats, I believe her name is pronounced. Her last name is pronounced Scats, I believe. And um, she... I just followed her on uh, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people did. <laughs> um, <laughs> she is actually one of the reasons that uh, Josh Straub, my my uh, consultancy cohort, was involved in Uncharted 4. Um, I believe she was one of the people that discovered him, her, along with uh, Alex. And I, I, will, I will fully admit, I... Still don't know how to pronounce Alex's last name properly. So I apologize to you, Alex, <laughs> if you were listening to this. Not my fault. It's just a very difficult last name. Anyway. And, and screenwriters tend to butcher 
Yeah, they do. Odd they, names. And I'm, I'm sure it's Butcher and Hers. I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, but anyway, M and Alex uh, are basically the people, as, as far as I'm aware, that discovered Josh and, 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 you know, worked to solve his problem with Uncharted 4. And after this impassioned speech of mine, uh, they decided to invite me to the studio. And uh, that conversation that I had in the studio turned into an actual official hiring. Uh, I, apparently, I, I spoke good. Uh, and I spoke good. I spoke good. I spoke pretty. And uh, they uh, they hired me as the official blind accessibility consultant. They agreed to go forward with the the visionless idea of the, the Last of Us 2. The visionless vision. Yeah, the visionless vision. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. So um, obviously there are certain things we can't really get into just because of the way companies work and all that. Yeah, yeah. But, I can't talk uh, about the, the specific processes. Like I yeah. can't talk about the iterations of things. Yeah. Um, you probably can't talk about specifics, but what was the uh, what was that talk? What was that initial talk like? If you can get into that. Um, I yeah, I can. I can. But... I probably. I probably will get into specifics, but I will say that. Um, I can talk about a lot of that talk because actually I, I remember when I said there was a big uh, string of clues that if people followed them would figure this out a long time ago. Uh, there's another one. And I actually just posted, I found it on YouTube and posted it to my, uh, my media page on my website last night. Uh, GA Conf 2018. Uh, my good buddy and current contact at Naughty Dog, Sam, uh, did a speech about accessibility, uh, modern accessibility and stuff like that. And in his presentation, he used actual video of me in the studio <laughs> in 2017. Oh, wow. What a giant, <laughs> giant clue that was. And no one picked up on guessed, it. Nobody guessed it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, come on. Yeah, so I could actually say a lot about that talk. So I, I um, because it's, it's already publicly out there. You can literally yeah. go watch the video from... <laughs> <laughs> from it that they made but essentially i i approached them and i said okay uh blind accessibility is a thing that is real uh let me try to explain to you how it works and I, you know i went into details on like ideas you know very basic stuff like non non-game specific ideas of how accessibility could work for a blind person you know talking about tts narration blah blah, blah all yeah. that basic stuff and then i demoed some very specific games to them to show them examples of accidental accessibility because I felt that that was important because a lot of the decisions that uh, sometimes come to to us when we're thinking about accessibility can be inspired by accidents that happened before. So I showed them Resident Evil 6. Yep. And I showed them at the time, remember 2017, I showed them Mortal Kombat 10. Yep. Um, I did both those things to show them Resident Evil 6's navigation, accidental accessibility. Um, that was... That was really the accidental accessibility example right there. Um, yeah. And then... Ninja Gaiden 3 would have been another good example. Ninja Gaiden, yeah, but I think this was before I played it, actually. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, because you didn't know... Yeah, you didn't know it existed yet. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, even, right. I wasn't even uh, streaming full-time then in 2017, yeah. so... Yeah. So I showed him Resident Evil 6, uh, accidental accessibility navigation thing. And uh, I, I even showed them... Uh, I, I made sure to show them also the... Uh, the uh, What do they call that in the game? Like the the... Quick, I think they call it quick shot. Yeah. So you know how you, oh, if you, yeah, if you use shot. a stamina, yep. bot, a stamina bar, you'll get yep. an auto-aimed shot. It's like, this is super helpful. You know, I showed them all that too. Um, yep. 
And for Mortal Kombat, I showed them the audio cues for environmental objects, and that's it, because there was no narration in 10. Um, but I still wanted to use it because it's a good example. It was one of very few examples in, in mainstream games that had an audio cue that I could show them that was made for the blind. So, yeah. so there you go. Uh, I showed them that. And I, and I kind of g- gave them a general idea of how the good sound design in Mortal Kombat 10 was, was helpful, too. And then I, I you know, fought uh, a match, of course, to show off. I mean, <laughs> to show them that we could do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, and that was basically it. Like, I mean, it was a lot. It was, it was still like a, an hour or two hour presentation. But you were I, showing I lot... them, you basically were just showing them the basics of just yeah. like, here's how we do this and this. And... Yeah, here's, here's some of the workarounds we use. Here's some of the things that work and, you know, even some of the challenges. Like, I even pointed out again, like, um, look, I'm walking through Resident Evil 6 and I'm getting to my objective. Great. But how many things am I missing on the way? How many crates have there been? How many herbs have there been on that? I know there's an herb yeah, you get on the table out. you can miss. That's a very good thing to point out to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. You know, so it's like, it's, it's, it's true. there. We miss, I mean, you're Misty and your chat, like, got to point out. A lot of times, like, oh, there's some crates back there. Might yep, get exactly, those. exactly. Yep, we, there's no indication that those even exist to us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I pointed that stuff out to you, and it was it was you know like an hour and two hour presentation, but it, it uh, I think uh, really made them see that it was uh, at least a possibility. It made them see that this was a thing that they could do if they tried, and, and even though it might be difficult, it made them see that there is a there is a how like. Yeah. Um, because that's that's one of the most difficult questions for developers you have to face. How. It's the how. how because do some make of them work. Some of them yeah. just don't. They have no exposure to the fact that blind people play video games at all. And it's like, right. wait, but how? How? How does it even work? How is it even possible? How can we make view, something accessible if we don't even know they, that it's real? <laughs> they take the five, six-year-old view approach and like video games have the word yeah, video the in word them. Video, yeah, the word video. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But yeah, that's that's how that went. Cool. Um, all right. So how many trips did you end up making? Like three, I think. Um, three total, but the, you know, it was, it was more than just the trips, you know, it was, it was, uh, right. There, there was a oh, lot. I'm happening. sure there were many, many talks all throughout yeah. the years. There's a lot happening. Yeah. Yeah. Three trips down there though. Yeah. Um, cool. So, what was that? Well, actually, that probably falls into the... No, that I, I can't discuss specifics on those because then you get the specific details of the, the game and stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, I can ask how did it feel when it got to the point where you were actually doing stuff in a cohesive way like what did that feel like because yeah, that must have been like whoa that was a moment let me tell you that was uh i i kind of missed it up like when <laughs> when that happened like i i'll tell, I'll tell you what like I, i'm fully predicting that's going to be my reaction too just, like it's not oh it God. wasn't it had nothing to do with story it had nothing to do with like any of that stuff I, like, i'm actually doing this what what's what is this even i look i stealth killed a clicker and i was like oh my god <laughs> I just did this. I just got my first stealth kill. And clickers and, are tough too. Like they're yeah, not they're not they're not like easy. They're, they're not and, they're, and they're deadly, of course, too. Like if yeah. that if I if I had been spotted, that was probably gonna be it. Yep. But I got that stealth kill and it was just like this is this is it. This is working. Like this is 
you know, this is exactly like, what I yeah. dreamed of, yep. you know, before. And now it's actually happening. And that, that's, that's what real. did it. That's what did I mean, I was, you know, I was moving through the area before that. And that was cool. But it was, for some reason, it was the stealth kill that did it. Like, I was like, oh, yep, this is it. That was when you realized, like, oh, this is actually on par with how sad people would play the game. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> playing the game, and it was it was really happening. Um, yeah, my my own brother last night uh, said, like, this is awesome. Like, this is that you can do what they call the golden path. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but then you can also explore, you know, for hidden things if you want to. And he, the other thing he said that kind of was like, I retweeted it because it was an awesome statement. Between this and the physical things that uh, Microsoft is doing, like we're getting closer to everyone being able to play any game. Like, yeah. we're yeah. we're approaching that. We're approaching that, that. and this this was a monstrous step forward. Like, this was a leap. I, I mean, this this didn't. We'll get this would be a good segue. This didn't set the bar, it put it into orbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, did. it put the bar yeah. into freaking orbit. Yep. Because <laughs> it took the bar, it attached a rocket to it, and it launched it into space. <laughs> because it's one thing to hear people hyping it up, like, oh, this is our most accessible game ever. But then when that article dropped yesterday and it lists pretty everything. much everything. Yeah. Pretty much uh, everything. Except some of the some of the little little things. There's there's but, yeah, we, I want to talk about that too. In, but you'll be you'll 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 oh man, the little nuances. Anyway, go go ahead. But but the big it, it lists all the big things and there's like over sixty. I didn't count specifically, but there was a lot on that page and not just blindness related either. It's everything. Cognitive impairment, mode, motor impairment, hearing impairment. I mean, it's low vision. Everything. Literally accessible to pretty much everyone. Yep, as many people as it possibly can be. It's I've ne- like I. I'm not even gonna mince words. Like this is the most accessible game ever created, so far. Yeah, these yeah, words so is. far because because this is the beginning. This is just the beginning. Yeah. And Naughty Dog has already stated publicly that they're not even satisfied with this yet. They think they can do better. And yep. it's like, whoa, like if <laughs> if you <laughs> think you can do better done. than that, I mean, wow. <laughs> they are not done, ladies and gentlemen. Like how cool would it be to play a freaking uncharted game? Holy crap. Well, I mean, Here's a here's a a big one that I like to that I've been I've been kind of throwing around over the past couple of days that I think uh, people deserve to hear, especially blind uh, gamers. Just think about this, blind gamers. Think about this for a second. For the first time ever, an experience that you guys have never had, you know, blind gamers, you know yep. that when a trailer for let's say a new and newly announced Naughty Dog game comes out with a trailer. You know that you're going to be able to play that. You can get as hyped as everyone else yeah. because this is part of their engine now, and this is part of their thinking now. They're not going to let yeah. this go. Like the, it, this definitely seems like, and you, 
you can uh, maybe get into this a little bit. Uh, this definitely seems like it's a it's a company wide thing, yes. like way of thinking now. It is very much. It definitely seems way of like it, it definitely seems like it's permeated the entire company now. Yeah, it's it's definitely company wide, at least in terms of Naughty Dog. You know, because yeah. Naughty Dog being a Naughty Dog being a, a first party studio for Sony, it kind of the way the way their their infrastructure like kind of works is Naughty Dog is Sony in a way, right? Yeah. So, but, but I wouldn't, but I wouldn't necessarily say that it's Sony wide. But I mean, I would like to, I would like to think that, well, because they're so deeply ingrained that it will be pushed, I mean, pushed out. I mean, PlayStation themselves basically reblogged that accessibility page. Yeah, well, I mean, um, they made it the accessibility page for the game. Like, yeah. if you go to the game entry for The Last of Us Two, there's now an accessibility link that that brings oh, up that cool. list again. That's awesome. Good. Um, and apparently there's even rumblings that Naughty Dog is gonna get on Sony about improving the system-wide TTS stuff. I mean, I would love so, to hear that. I would love to hear that. Which would be great. I mean, because yeah. there's a lot of issues. And I mean, if you're not in the US, you don't even get it at all. Which yeah. is kind of sad. But yeah. Um, because there's a, there's a thread on audio games talking about you know The Last of Us and the accessibility stuff, and there's a lot of people outside the U.S. that are like, oh, man, like I want to play this game, but you know the you know PS4 doesn't have TTS for me. Um, I mean that's solved somewhat with remote play, but really you shouldn't have to do well, that. And, like and and yeah, you shouldn't have to do that. You're right. You're right. But like to to them, I would say. Um, if you can at least get a, get help setting up the PS4, yeah, the menu structure of the PS4 is relatively simple. It is. I know. I I get it. You don't have TTS, and it sucks. It does. But if you can get past that and <laughs> download the game, it'll be the first thing in your PS4's uh, menu. Yep. Click on it, um, and then you'll have text to speech. <laughs> I, I mean, really, <laughs> when I think about that, though. It's not that much different from the way the 360 was, because we had to do that with the 360. Like, yeah, we had the I mean, web we, stuff. We had to do it for the PS4 originally. I mean, the yeah. PS4 didn't come with text to speech. That's true. I did not have a PS4 back in those days, but uh, I know you. That did. is true, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Let's get back to um, some of the. You're talking about some of the little. Uh, Ah, you want to hear about the, the little, little nuances? nuances. Yeah. You want to hear about the little nuances? Okay, let's talk about the little nuances. Here's the things that the, the feature set doesn't tell you. And I want, to, I want to go over these because I believe that everyone deserves to know how much freaking work Naughty Dog put in for you guys, for all you blind gamers out there. Yep. And some of those things are not in the feature set. They'll just happen. So... The first one is, in my opinion, kind of a big little nuance, but hey, it's not mentioned in the feature list, so I'm going to mention it. And it's not mentioned in the feature list because it's not technically a feature. It's just like the right thing to do. So yeah. going back to the fact that PS4 does not have TTS you know, everywhere, outside the US, it doesn't have it. And even in the US, certain aspects of the TTS don't work correctly, right? Yeah. Going back to that, Naughty Dog knew that, is aware of that. 
And so they, they wanted to make even, even the most simple things fully accessible. And so I'm proud to say that Naughty Dog, they did this for you guys, built their own save and load game system rather than have you go through the little PS4 interface that pops up in oh, most wow. games when you save and load. They built their own so they could make it accessible. Wow. There's no, there's no, like those, those little, those little pop-ups where you start hearing the PS4 menu sounds when you're, you're saving load menu. There's yep. none of that. It's not there. That's cool. I know that's there's the thing that. that they, developers kind of have a choice of whether to use the PS4 version or kind of use their own. Yeah, they built their uh, own and made TTS work with it. As far as I know, though, with the PS3, that was not an option. I think every game had to use the yeah. PS3. Yeah. From what I remember. Actually, yeah, come PSP to think of it, was the same way. Final Fantasy VII Remake also does their own saves. That's yeah, true. Yeah, they do. That's true. But uh, but still, the, the point is, the reason they did it is because accessibility. They wanted to so, make sure we could use every little yeah, piece Every of little thing. Like, even though we probably would have eventually figured out, okay, well, we're on the, the game we yeah. just saved and blah, blah, blah. We probably would have figured it out, but they don't it's want a us cool, to have to figure it out. It's a great touch, though. I mean... Yeah, they don't want us to have to figure it out. So they just yeah. made their own. The first game, Last of Us One, by the way, did use the PS4's uh, save system. So, yeah, so it's, it's an upgrade. Uh, all right, second little nuance. There, there is a thing that um, that is in the list of features when it talks about uh, aim assist and auto aim, where it says that if you use yep. the right thumbstick, you can actually go for a headshot if you want, or go for a leg shot if you want. Mm-hmm. So that's great. And I was going to list that in, in the little nuances if it wasn't listed there, but it is. But there is a thing they didn't list there. One of the things that a lot of people have asked me about is stealth. And yep. uh, part of stealth in The Last of Us is using throwables like bricks and bottles to either distract your enemies or stun them. I am, again, proud to report that we can do that too. So... If you are holding a brick or a bottle, one of the throwables, if you auto-aim, if you use the auto-aim function, by default, it will actually aim, it'll, it'll, it'll pick a target, but then it will aim away from the target. So you can throw it as a distraction to that target. Ah. By default. Now, if you, if you say, no, I, I'm trying to throw this as a stun, I want to stun my enemy, then you flick the right stick while you're aiming. And then throw it, and it'll throw it at them. Oh, that's cool. That's freaking beautiful. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> like, that's one of those things, Sterlock, that I did not come up with. What, like, an, these... what an ingenious yeah. game design thing. Like, that's impressive. That's that I would think of that. It's super impressive. And speaking so, of impressive, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, to throw like a Molotov cocktail, you would Molotov have to do is the not thing. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, specifically the deterrent. It's just like bricks and bottles and Molotov like cocktail that. will aim at your enemies by default. Okay. Now that makes sense because Yeah, that I should have clarified. You want to hit you want to hit stuff with that, so that makes sense. Right, 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 right. That's cool um, that they make that distinction. Yes, yes. The deterrence will you can actually there's another distinction they make in the uh, in the list um for those who want to and this this is not something that I would do as a blind person, but I mean it's it's there. If you want, you can have auto aim for weapons, but turn it off for, for deterrence. That's another way you can handle that too. I mean, if, if okay. I, I would only do that if you're sighted, but you can do it yeah. that way. Options so, yeah. are a good thing. 
yeah, options are always good. So another little nuance. Um, <laughs> it's a, they have been severely uh, underselling how cool the assisted navigation is in this freaking game. So assisted navigation is, is actually a combination of things. Um, we'll talk about the use of L3 in a second, but that's, that's actually not what I'm referring to right now. Um, it is also actual assisted movement. So if we, are, if we are moving towards something that we hear, we can move like we would move in any game. We tend to move, you know, as blind people, we tend to move, you know, as the crow flies, as they say. Yep. If we hear yep. something, we'll, we'll make a straight, we'll make a beeline for that thing. Right. Because we don't know what's in between. You know, we don't know that there are walls there or whatever, you know, or there's mm -hmm. like a desk in the way. We don't know. So we just try to make a beeline for stuff. This navigation system is so good. We can move the way that we would move to get to a thing. Oh, that it makes... Will, it, oh, that makes me happy. It automatically vaults. So it does. The thing does say that it will vault over stuff for us. Yeah, but that's still underselling it. It goes around things, but it'll path things. Yeah, it'll path things. It goes around things. It will. Um, that can be vaulted over. It'll go, it'll go around them. It will. If if you're if there's like a doorway, you'll never get stuck in the doorway. It'll it'll just nudge oh, your character into the yes. door frame, like into the door. Um. It'll, oh. It goes around corners automatically. Like if it, it, it takes a corner for you if, if it's if it's going to lead you to the thing you're you're after. Um, <laughs> so it literally marks. It like sets a. It seems like it literally like almost kind of like sets a beacon. It does. Um, it does. Wow. So the way the way uh, let's let's get into that now. Let's get into the, the sure. L three the L three yeah. part of it. So assistant navigation is utilized. So the auto vault is a separate setting, but I would recommend having it on because I think the auto vault is what controls the taking of the corners and stuff like that too. Yeah. Um, but the assist navigation is controlled by pressing L3. Now, if you press L3 by itself, it will uh, target the golden path. Um, so basically, I love that, means, that term, by the way. Yeah, the golden that path. Is, yeah. What a cool. Yeah, it's and the golden path is the way to progression. It is the way yeah. through the story. Now, that said, before I continue here, that said, if you are in a side story, if you found a side story, the golden path will temporarily become the path through the side story instead. Oh, I like good. I like that. Yeah. Good. Uh, so next up, though, there's, there's more than that. So now we, we have to talk about enhanced listen mode, which is another feature for the blind. Enhanced listen mode allows us to track enemies and items. And the way this works is you press, you hold, you hold R1. R1 is the listen mode button for everyone. Well, I mean, obviously the buttons are fully remappable, so, you know. Yeah. R1 There's is the default, default button. <laughs> listen mode button for everyone. Uh, so you hold R1 and you press, if you want to track, I believe it's, uh, oh my God. I'm probably going to Square gonna for enemies, circle yeah. for items. Is it? Okay. I was, I was going to say, I know I'm going to get them reversed. <laughs> I've watched that TTS video a bunch of times just because yeah. I'm so impressed with the audio. Of yeah. It. Okay. So square for enemies, circle for items. So here's what happens when you press that. The, the video doesn't really make that clear. So let me go over that real quick. When you press either square or circle, um, it performs a scan that is in a, an expanding circle around you. Uh, and it, it's actually, no, it's, it's more like an expanding uh, sphere around you because it actually scans above and below you as well. Ah, um, that makes sense. And the scan will ripple outward from you 
at a speed that you can actually choose. There's a setting in the, in the I game, saw that, yeah. in the options menu that, that decides how fast it goes. And that is, that is literally personal preference. It doesn't affect the game. The, uh, the idea is it's just how fast you can process. The yeah. Audio, yeah. It's, well, it's like, it's like what feels comfortable for you for determining how far away something is versus how close it is. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you want it to sound, if you want it to take a long time for something that's really far away, just so you can be sure that it's really far away, then that's fine. Yeah. You can do that. Or if you, if you feel like your processing ability is fast enough, you can make it go really fast. And they just know that, you know, if you're waiting a couple of milliseconds extra, then it's probably far away from you. You know, yeah. it's up to you how you do that. But you can scan the, um, and you can also change the, uh, the radius, the, the radius of the scan too. Yeah. You can change that. And by the way, here's a pro tip for the blind players that haven't played this game yet. Um, I do not like, I, mean, I don't, I don't hate it, but I personally chose to lower the radius of the scan to 17. I don't know how I remember that, 17. but I chose, okay. I chose 17. That's, that's a pro tip for me because what I found is 30 that, seems like it would be a lot. Yeah. 35 it's, or whatever. It goes max. really far out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm scanning for items that when it's at 30 and I'm like, dude, like, I can't, like, how long, how long is it going to take for me to get to this thing? Like, <laughs> right. So, yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. That, that's my personal preference, though. You can do whatever you want, obviously, but that's my pro tip. Um, 17 seems reasonable. It, it'll get items that are relatively far from you, but not like super duper far. Yeah. Um, and then maybe you increase it. Remember, you can access the options menu at any time. Yeah. So, like, if you're in an open area you and you want to increase whatever it to you explore, want. that's the beauty of all this. Yeah, you can access the options menu, the full options menu from the pause menu. So, that's awesome. Uh, if you want, if you're in an open area that, where you really want to explore and see everything around you, then increase it back to thirty and see what's see what's out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, but anyway, here's what happens when you do one of those scans: you will hear sound effects that indicate where enemies and items are around you. They will be positional, of course, and they will also pitch up or down depending on whether they're above or below you. Now, once you have completed one of those scans, the how should I put this? Um, the track. That well, kind of. So, <clears throat> the either the either the enemy or item that is closest to you is selected, and you can then track it not using just L three because L three is always L three by itself will always be the golden path. You but, have to keep listen mode active. I think it, no. Well, it's yeah, well, you don't have to keep it active not the whole time. Right. You hold R one and press L three. Uh, to get the next track for the either the enemy or item you just la- recently scanned, mm-hmm. you don't have to keep it active though. It doesn't. You don't have to keep holding R one the whole time. The way this works, and this this applies to the golden path as well. When you press L three in any context, what it does is it casts a ray out. Um, it casts that ray ahead of you in the direction you're supposed to go because the game knows where you're supposed to go. Either for wh- whatever you're tracking, it knows where you're supposed to go. Yeah. You can then. It, it, by the way, it also turns you to face it if you're not facing it. You can then move forward, just hold forward until you hit the end of that ray. You'll mm-hmm. get another you'll get another sound effect when you when you hit the place that ray reached on the cast. Oh. So that might that might be that might be the uh, the wall, like because so it's it's intentionally made to not go through solid objects so it can pack correctly. Mm-hmm. So it might it might have cast the ray out to the nearest the, the wall that's in front of you. It is the right way, but. Once you hit that wall, it's going to play another sound that says, okay, you're here, now do it again. 
So you press L3 again, and it'll turn you to face the way you're supposed to go, cast another ray out as far as it can, and then you can keep moving forward. Um, okay, so you're basically kind of meant to keep casting out, like if you hit something and... You yeah, it's like, it's like you're... Yeah, it's like you're throwing out a fishing line and you're moving forward is reeling it back in. Okay. Think of it that way. And then when you so when you track an enemy or item, it works the same way. It's just you have to hold R1 and press L3 to, to track that instead of the golden path. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's how it works. You'll probably you'll probably notice um, there's a few there's a couple of uh, it's it's because there's now now there's a lot of videos out there with a lot of the sound cues in them. But uh, I don't know, maybe you some maybe are you, easier to tell what they are than I've noticed. Yeah. So so yeah, if you press if you press L three, you'll get a kind of a kind of an echoey, um, not a not a ding exactly, but kind of kind of sound. That's the ray cast, and then when you reach the point at where it ends, you'll get another version of that sound to tell you that that it ended. Okay. So and uh, man, I could uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, like just just say things as they come to mind if if. Yeah, we yeah, can, we can think, be very so stream think, of consciousness here. I mean, yeah, right. I think I think the logical segue here is uh, one of my favorite terms that Naughty Dog came up with: sweeteners. Ah, yes, sweeteners. Sweeteners. <laughs> it's sweeteners. Um, I actually haven't. So, so here's 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 something cool. Every sound cue that, that that exists in this game has two parts to it. Okay, the first part is the sound that tells you what button you should be pressing. So, like. Triangle, and I, I'm going with default buttons here, okay? So triangle is effectively your action button. It's the thing you do to interact with, the, the thing you press to interact with stuff. Um, however, if you are tracking items and you hear the triangle, so, so, so there is a sound that means press triangle. It is, it's in the videos, it's like a high ding kind yeah. of sound. If you hear that sound, uh, that means press triangle. Now, if you're tracking items, and you hear that sound, for instance, followed by a little tiny squeak kind of sound. Kind of as soon as that sound plays, there you'll like a millisecond later, you also get a little squeak sound, or kind of a creak, more mm -hmm. more, more like a creak. That means the thing that you're about to press triangle on, if you press triangle, is a cabinet. It's like you're opening uh, it that like contains items, basically. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and that applies to, I think the same sound applies to cabinets and drawers, if I recall correctly. Mm -hmm. um, so basically things you have to open to get a thing out of. Um, another example, if you, if you go to, if you find a workbench in your, in your exploration, you will hear the triangle sound followed by kind of a, a, a little mini sound of like a gun, like, <laughs> like that kind yeah. of sound. That means a workbench where you can upgrade your guns and your weapons and stuff. Cool. Um, if you hear the sound that means press square, because there is a press square sound as well, if you hear that sound, followed by the, the sound of tinkling glass... I heard that in one of the it videos. Means... Yeah. Oh, is it in one it of the It is in one of the videos, oh, yeah. yep. I, I didn't notice that, I don't think. All right. So if you hear that, that means um, you are near a window that you can break. Uh, and keep in mind, that can be important to you because... Uh, some doors are going to be intentionally locked, and there are no shivs in this game. So if sometimes if you want to get an item or get at something inside a building, you have to break through, you know, the window. Mm -hmm. But you have to, but have to, keep, you have to keep in mind that it's also a loud thing to do. Yep. So if there's enemies around, be very careful with doing that. 
but also of course you can use a broken window as an escape uh hatch as well yeah. so you know however however you intend to use it at the time but anyway that means you have to break a window um but the thing is the thing i really wanted to get into is the sweeteners go into the use of l3 as well and i haven't even told you all of really? it by the way wow um so that's crazy. so there's 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 other sweeteners for moments where you have to to uh squeeze through an area mm-hmm. there's like a little sliding sound that indicates you're supposed to squeeze through an area and you press uh, uh x to do that um and there's other there's sounds for when you have to crouch to get under th- something or you know whatever um but yes the sweeteners also go with this this whole l3 navigation assistance thing and here's how this is this is one example um i'll give you two examples though um the first example is if you are swimming yes Ellie can swim. Mm-hmm. Lord rejoice. Um, Ellie can swim. If you're swimming and you need to dive to progress towards whatever you're tracking, you will get a sweetener when you press L3 at the place where you need to dive. Huh. It'll be like little bubbly sounds that says, hey, this is a dive spot. Go down. Okay. Go dive. And you press, I believe, circle to dive. And then you can keep swimming forward and it will play the sound at the end uh, it'll cast the ray. I think. I think in that case, the ray is is always going to go to the end of the dive spot. Yeah, that would make sense. And then um, it'll it'll play a sound that in case you can resurface. Another another bubbly sound says, "Hey, you're you're done diving." So that way, if you, do, you know? if you wanted to actually have limited breath, you could still do that. Yeah. Oh, I I don't intend to turn. There is an option for unlimited breath, but I'm not going to turn it on. I have no yeah. trouble at all. I was never drowned uh, because of that because it's a really easy to use feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's another one. In, in my opinion, this is an even greater one. So there's a lot of openness in this yep. game. There's a lot of exploration in this game. And a lot of that exploration, because the maps are so large, is done on horseback. And yes, we can do this too. Movement works exactly the same way on horseback as it does anywhere else. So we'll still be able to follow the golden path on a horse. You know, it's no problem at all. And we can still track items that way. Now, here is where it gets really cool, in my opinion. Um, obviously, a horse can't go everywhere. Yep. You know, like you can't bring a horse into maybe a, I don't know, like a tiny building or something. I don't know. Just try to think of some right. place where a horse can't go. If you're tracking a thing, horse, isn't going to fit through a little uh, tiny one-person door. Yes, exactly. So if you're if you're tracking a thing, like let's say you're tracking items and you're you're looking for as much supplies as you can get. You're walking. You're you, you've got the horse. You're on the horse but you want to track some items. So you track the items and what it'll do is it'll do, it'll take the horse as far as it can physically go. Then when you press L3, it'll give you a sweetener on L3. That is a little horse sound. (laughs) It's like a little kind of a neigh. And that means to get the thing you're going after, you have to get off the horse. Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? That that is brilliant. It's perfect, dude. It's Jesus. perfect. It's perfect. Audio design just seems like it's just, man. That's that's incredible. Yeah, and uh, by the way, when you do get off the horse, the horse is left where you put it. Um, so you'll you'll have to go in and get the thing, and then luckily, there is a there is an audio cue for where your horse is when you're off of it. Oh, good. So you will be able to find it again. So you can just walk. Um, so that's so you can a... just walk manually uh, back to it and. You can you can manually move back to it, or oftentimes, and I don't know if this is intentional, but in my experience, the 
just following the golden path led me back to the horse that first. Probably is think, intentional, I would imagine. That probably is intentional. I believe that exists because if you're on the horse, there's probably a reason you're supposed to yeah. be on it. So it'll probably it probably uh, locks onto the horse when you're off yeah. the horse. Um. So yeah, that that's that's uh, that seems to work. Um. And speaking of audio cues, um, I, I talked about the triangle audio cue, uh, and this is demonstrated in the videos as well. Uh, and it should be known, it should be noted that in all cases for every audio cue, there are two versions of the cue, which I really like. I really, really like this. And they're all positional, but here we go. There's actually a close version, which means you can do this thing right now. But there's also a far version, which means there is a thing you can do that's coming up in this direction, but you're not there yet. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, so you've, so you've heard, I don't know. It depends on how much you've been paying attention, but in the videos that demonstrate the audio cues, uh, you've heard the high ding that means press mm -hmm. triangle. But if you hear a version of that that's the same note, but it's not a ding, it's kind of like a... Eh, mm -hmm. That is the far version. Okay. That means if you, if you keep going in this direction, you're going to find something you can, you can open or use. Wow. That is cool. Yup, yup. <laughs> I noticed too. I wonder if this was kind of a similar thing. Um, in in one of the videos, it's actually the same one where they uh, they're breaking glass. I swear I missed um, that. <laughs> I gotta go check you missed videos. that I one, can, and I, I, I missed the I missed TTS it. one initially, which is funny. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but in this video, uh, they're walking along and. They, there's a very a pretty low F note. It's the same note as the uh, you know the triangle thing. As the triangle, but it's but it's, it's a, a low. The, is it's it, a very low note? It's like doom. Yeah, doom. and yeah. you hear that. You hear that a I couple believe... times, and then you hear doom, like uh, like an octave higher, and then the glass breaks. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So I'm the, guessing uh... the initial thing was like the hey, you're coming up on. No, no, actually, oh. no. The low one. In that case, the low one is the crouch sound. Okay. So they probably had to walk. They probably had to walk under something to get to the window okay. first. Okay. And then they, uh, and then when the crouch sound stops, they can straighten back up again. Then they walk forward some more. Then there's the square button sound yeah. for the window. Okay. Cool. All right. The really low one is the crouch okay. sound. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much. There's so many audio cues. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. And we haven't even talked about combat yet. Let's hey, talk about combat. about combat. <laughs> How does combat work? <laughs> okay. This has not been demonstrated. I'm actually kind of sad about this. Like this is there's no videos on combat. There was a stealth kill. Um, um there, there's a stealth kill, but I'm talking there's about There's a stealth like, kill. Well, there, oh, you're talking about like a like a big group. I'm talking about yeah. going hot. I'm talking going about going loud hot and here. Just, kill everything. No stealth. <laughs> I want to assure you guys here in in, uh, in listening land that we as blind people can successfully go loud. We don't have to be stealthy all the time. We can be Rambo. We can be Rambo. Um, first of all, before we get into audio cues and stuff, I wanted to say the aim assist, the auto aim on this game, is a thing of beauty. Um, it is exactly what you want if you're a blind person. It's, I mean, like, the best example I can give is the fact that we blind people, like, okay, so most, most games that have aim assist, it's snap aim assist, which means you still have to be relatively close uh, to your target, and you have to, you know, snap from one to the next, and yeah. so on and so forth. This 
is not like that. This is a pure auto-aim that allows us blind people to even be long-range. Ladies and gentlemen, I love the bow. <laughs> I remember the person, the person playing the uh, eight-minute uh, demo loved the bow, too. I know, but I love it, dude. Did you get I a chance it. to play with exploding um, uh, explosive arrows yet? Oh, no, I, I can't I wait not, to I, use that. I do not. I did not craft it. Can't wait did to craft play with those. Oh, those seem like they're going to be really fun. I did a. I actually did a dumb thing when I was playing. I, I when I was testing, I did it. I made a stun bomb, and then I never used it. <laughs> I crafted it, and then I never used it. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Um, so yes, we can be long range. We can be way far back, and if if a, if, if as long as long as the target is in range of our weapon. So I actually. So remember, I don't know everything. So I don't know if there's like sniper rifles in this game. There was yeah. in the first game. So maybe there are. But as long as the target is within range of whatever weapon we're using and we get that shot, we can take it and we will get it. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about combat audio cues. There's a few of them. Um, the first one is the lock-on cue. And the cool thing is there is a vibration option here as well. So if you want to be extra sure, like for some reason, especially, and I actually recommend this, here's why. There's going to be moments where everything so around you is on. loud. Yeah, Everything around you is loud. So I actually recommend having the option uh, for vibration lock uh, cue uh, on because it's subtle and it's not obtrusive mm -hmm. at all. And neither is the sound itself. The sound is especially useful if, if you're about to go loud and you're just aiming to, to start, uh, like, yeah. you, you make sure... You, Makes like if you're aiming your bow, it's super. The sound is super great, but I, I would say when you're actually going loud, I mean you can still hear it, but just to yeah. be sure, have that extra vibration cue. So the the lock on sound is fairly. I don't want to say quiet because it's it's good for what it is, but it's uh, the nice thing I like about it is, it's a constant. It's not like a little like a little sound that ends that is, you know it, it doesn't play once oh, it's and a it's done. It's oh, a good. it's it's a constant while you have the lock. It's like. A, while you nice. have the lock. Um, now, we talked about a little bit the auto-aim uh, ability where we can now officially go for headshots mm -hmm. and such. But I want you guys to know that that doesn't mean you're going to headshot everyone. Uh, it means we can go for yeah. headshots. So if, if you flick the right stick up while you're aiming and you lose that lock-on sound, it means their head isn't visible. Oh. Like, this, this, person could be, this person could be in cover and maybe some part of their body is poking out, but not their head. So if you you maybe maybe you get the shot on their body, but if you flick up, you won't get the headshot because their their head's That's behind cover. Really cool, so, you know. Yeah. So I want you guys to know, it's not going to be like Headshot City. I mean, you know, as long as enemies are not aware of you, they might not be in cover. And yeah, you could probably get a lot of headshots. I'm not going to lie, but, um, you know, if if especially if they've already if they're, if they're already aware of you and they're looking around for you and they're they're going from cover to cover, you might not get them headshots. So it's not like you know, here's free headshots for right. everyone. You get a headshot. Really you like get that. a headshot. Yeah, unless unless you're really stealthy with the bow, maybe you'll get maybe you'll get a couple of uh, consecutive headshots that way. But um, so yeah, lock on sound is constant. Now, there are other things too that are really really useful. There is a sound. Uh, this is one of the most valuable things, and trust me, you want this. There is a sound that means kill confirmed. Yep. It is a sound to indicate that you got a kill. This is, in, the, this is in one of the videos yeah. as well. Yeah, so after the stealth kill uh, that you hear in the video, there is a dong. Now, 
that sound is very useful. I will, I will grant you, it's not as useful when you're doing stealth kills, but it is still a very useful sound because, like I said, we can do long range. Long range is a viable option for us here. And we can be so far away from our enemy that we don't hear their actual pain cry or death cry or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. That's how far away we could potentially be and shoot an enemy. So this sound exists to let you know Hey, you you did get the kill. I want to let you know. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You did good. You got your shot. You got the kill. You just couldn't yep. hear their death cry. Um, also, uh, and this goes for most enemies in the Last of Us. Even in Last of Us One, it was like this, especially yeah. human enemies. Um, pain and death cries in the Last of Us are very non-specific. They're pretty ambiguous. So like, yeah, there's not there's not necessarily yeah there's not very there's not necessarily a specific sound that means death. Or, or or a specific sound that means, you know, pain. They're all just kind of cries of, of, of pain yeah. of some kind, you know? Especially, again, especially with human enemies. I know there is a clicker death sound. I remember that very well. But, because um, they kind mm-hmm. of gargle when they die. Um, but human enemies especially, there's not necessarily a sound that means, hey, they're dead now. And that's the reason this exists. So you don't just, like, overshoot um, and just waste ammo on, like, a yeah. corpse. So, you know, <laughs> we're trying to prevent you from doing that. So, there is a kill confirm sound. I think I think you'll find as time goes on that you'll appreciate that. It seems that's like it there. would be I feel like that's going to be sort of a satisfying sound too. You hear that and you're like, ah yeah, I got it. Yeah, it is. No, it is. It completely is. To fire an arrow in stealth from like far away and then hear doom like yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am the best at arrow firing. <laughs> You'll, you'll get that. Trust yeah. me, you will feel that. You will feel that. Um, there's another sound that I really appreciate that it's there. And that sound is the uh, sound that means that your cur- the current weapon you are, you are wielding has one ammo left. Oh, good, good, good. Um, yes. That is, that is kind of a higher pitched version of the kill confirm sound. It's like a ding. And be aware when you hear that, that means you have one shot yeah. and you're out of ammo. So be ready to switch weapons. Now you can, by the way, there is an option, which I'm not going to turn on because I want to get used to doing it the, the uh, not well not I, I almost said the right way, but that's not that's not fair. Um, I want to get used to the, the I want to get used to doing it person would do. as, as actiony yeah. as I can. Yeah. Uh, so there's an option you can turn on, which will automatically switch weapons for you when you run out of ammo in one. It'll switch to your your next weapon, and that's cool. But I want to try to do it the other way. Um, that said, I want to cover as many of the options as I can. So you guys should know, if you want to make that a little bit easier on you, you don't have to worry about weapons so much. And it should, because it does when you switch weapons, it should report via TTS, when you switch weapons, what weapon oh, you're switching to. Even if it's automatic, it yeah. should report that good. Uh, as well. So, uh, And it'll report, by the way, how many ammo you have in a weapon when you switch to it. So you're, cool. you're good there. Another, there's another, no, no <laughs> worry, there's more. Uh but wait, there's more. Uh, another another combat sound that you should be aware of is the dodge sound, and this is really useful. Uh, if you get in melee range to uh, of an enemy, and they're going to try to strike you, or in the case of dogs, bite you, um, you can dodge, and there will be a sound indicating that you can dodge. Now, this sound, unless you turn on advanced dodge, which is another feature, it's another option you have. Um. This is a sound that you have to react to very, very mm-hmm. quickly. 
It is, uh, and it's very, it's a, it's a very good sound for a dog. Just like a, it's kind of like, um, uh, the best way I can put it is it's kind of like the, the electronic version of a sword going through the air. It's like a, yeah. that's your dodge sound. When you hear that, press L1 <laughs> immediately if you want to dodge. Unless you have advanced dodge on, press L1 immediately or you will fail the dodge. Because the dodges are very fast yeah. and very contextual. Um, and even when you do dodge, if you, if you dodge successfully, prepare yourself because depending on the context, um, which is determined by the game, like the, the game itself, uh, determines how uh, how Ellie dodges attacks because it's based on your environment. It's based on the position related to your enemy. It's wow. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's like an entire subset of animations just for dodging. Jeez. It's insane. Uh, so depending on how Ellie dodges, it can actually lead to other things. So sometimes what Ellie will do is she'll dodge their attack and scoot around behind them because she's a little yep. thing. She can do stuff like that. If you If she does that, if she scoots around behind them, you will immediately get a triangle prompt <laughs> because you can grab them from behind nice oh that's cool and slit their throat nice now another thing another thing that she can do is again depending on context if she has enough room to do it she may if they're swinging a weapon at you she may dodge back lunge forward and take their freaking weapon oh, out of their wow. hand and then you can use it against them oh that's cool so yeah Dodging is very, very powerful, and it needs to be something that you work on. I think I even remember hearing <laughs> sighted people very, you know, briefly, uh, with the very, very little they could talk about, saying that like dodging was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. I, I've I've heard that too. I've heard that too. They mm -hmm. they talked about that a lot. That um, seems really, really yeah. Cool. So dodging, like, it's very powerful. It's. If you're if you're in melee range of an enemy, be ready. Be ready because you can't. It's not. It's no longer a just mash square and win situation, especially yeah. if there's more than one enemy. Um, then you got to be. Then you got to be watchful yeah, and be first, careful. First game seemed like it was um, a little a little on basic side as far as your options were. You can't. Yeah, you can. In a lot of situations you yeah. can push square to win. <laughs> um, Joel's melee yeah. is very heavy. You know, in the first game, so you know he. He really does bop fools uh, very well with his with his fists. Even if you don't yeah. have a melee weapon, he bops fools pretty well. So, yeah. But this uh, this is not like that. Ellie is smaller. She's not as strong. Um, so melee can work. By the way, don't get me wrong. Melee is viable. She has a knife. Yeah. You know, she doesn't punch things. Every every melee attack, even without a, a melee weapon, <laughs> quote unquote, is a stab with her, 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 her knife that she has. Her her knife. She always has that knife. Yes. Yes. Her switchblade. So every normal cool. melee attack is a stab. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I have heard that the the stab wounds appear visually oh, wow. on, on your opponents. As your That's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> um, um, so speaking of dodging around uh, people and, and getting behind them and such, uh, other kinds of stealth, well, other kinds of combat, like stealth combat, for instance, stealth kills. So as I said, you can track enemies and as well as items. So if you track enemies, you will automatically, the, the L3 version of, of tracking will, will track the closest enemy to you. If you're sneaky enough, you can stealth your way up to that enemy and perform a stealth kill if you're quiet and you know, careful enough. If you do that, uh, if, if you choose to take that path, you will get a triangle prompt at the moment you can grab them. When you have them grabbed, you have options. 
if you press square and you'll get a square prompt too, that the square sound mm -hmm. plays over and over while you have them grab just in case you want to do that. Um, but if you, if you don't want to do that, you, you still have the, the other option you have is to kind of use them as a human yeah. shield and drag them around for a while. Um, or just, you, you don't have to use them as a shield. Like even if you're, even if no one else sees you and you're just dragging them backwards out of the way of the, of the other enemies, you can do that. So this is a situation where you shouldn't necessarily react to the prompts right away right. unless that's what you want to do. You know, it's, it's, the prompt is going to be there. You're going to hear a prompt that says, press square, press square, press square. That just exists if you want to slit their throat. But maybe you want to make sure no one sees you first, so you drag uh, them away from the other enemies first. You can do that. So it's like, I'm going to kill you, but I'm going to take you um, somewhere where so yeah, people aren't going to see me kill you. No one else will see it. Exactly, exactly. Maybe they'll find the body later, because the enemies, the AI apparently is very exploratory in this game. But, you know, not, not right now. Um... And, how about evading? Uh, uh, my goodness! How about evading enemies um, altogether? Like, what's that like? Ah, yes, 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 yes. That's yes, yes, yes. about that's, that's a good, uh, <laughs> good, good segue. So, yeah, exactly. That's a good one. Um, so you can you can be stealthy. You can evade enemies altogether. Now, not all the time. Yeah. Even the it even the feature list is actually situations. very clear on this. Like yeah. sometimes stealth no worky. <laughs> um. But when you can, enemy evasion is possible. Now, it is very difficult. I'm not going to lie, but it is possible. I have done it. I have proven that it is, it is possible. Um, there are a couple things to take into account if you're trying to actually evade your enemies. First of all, this is the point where we have to start talking about the a couple of concessions that have been made yeah. um, for the sake of playability. And I hope, I hope people don't hate this. <laughs> like, because this... Mm -hmm. This, there was so much thought put into this, and I hope people don't hate what, what the concession is here. So here it is. When Ellie goes prone, uh, if you're playing with the visionless uh, settings turned on, when Ellie goes prone, she is invisible. This is a thing that we decided to do to compensate for... Uh, right, because we're not, not going to be able to see that, and we're not going to be able to see their field of sight essentially right right and the thing of it is in a game like this which is with as much dynamicness as this game has cover is a lot yep. of things in this game like <laughs> cover is grass in this game cover is you know under a car in this game there's this like everywhere can be covered if you use it and utilize it correctly you know basically but the idea is this is to compensate for the fact that we can't see cover so if we want to run and hide like let's say we get spotted we want to go run and hide then what you want to do is you want to run away legitimately far. Not like, you don't have to be super far, but yeah. you know, far enough that you're probably not getting hit with bullets anymore. <laughs> and then just dive, just go prone. And that that's the effective, that's the eff the same effect as it's the, running uh, and jumping into cover. <laughs> it's kind of the equivalent of uh, the box in uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, the, <laughs> the box in Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Now, there's a couple things I want to mention. Here. So first of all, there's, there's a lot of things I want to mention here. So okay, so first of all, uh, you guys deserve to know this. You can perform stealth kills okay. from a prone state. Uh, Ellie will do a so you can you can uh, you can literally if you have a target you can literally crawl up to them while you're prone, and then you'll get a triangle prompt mm -hmm. and Ellie leaps up and then does the stealth animation. 
Now, the thing about that is, if if you feel like me, um, that might feel. It depends on your perspective. Okay, if you if you're playing the game because you want to enjoy the story, then maybe you won't care. But I am the kind of person like when I when I was when I was when I was trying to help make this accessible, I really stress the idea of we still want challenge. You know, we still want things to be difficult or you know, as difficult as they're meant to be uh, without, you know, as long as the game is, is accessible. And this is me admitting to you that with unlimited invisibility, yeah. it does. It, it definitely seems too easy. It seems the case. Yeah. Um, the very fact that when she's prone, she's invisible, which means I can just crawl up to <laughs> everyone and stealth kill them if I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, feels a little easy. Um, that said, I do not think less of anyone, anyone who plays that way, because if you want to play the game just for the story, and that's and the, the focus is not right. for you, the challenge or the combat or whatever, between, if that's why you're playing, that absolutely the very light, use the unlimited setting. Uh, difficulty stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's very light on... There's You can change everything, dude. You can just make the you can just make the you can make the anime anime <laughs> eye not perceptive, but like <laughs> you can just make them miss you anyway. Um, mm-hmm. You can make it as difficult or as or as non difficult as you want, and that's 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 your right. Yeah. Um, but I, I I felt you deserve to know that if you want to play if you're if you're playing the game from kind of the perspective of I want to play mm-hmm. the game like like a, the Last of Us game, then you deserve to know that I feel like invisibility is kind of easy. I would maybe. Um, Use that for like one or two enemies, and then maybe ease up on the just to just to make it not well so easy. If that makes sense. Well, maybe maybe then maybe then what is right for you is the option that I intend to use. I am going to use the the second option within mm-hmm. the invisibility setting, which is limited invisibility. What this does is it you still have the invisibility option, so you can, you go prone and you're invisible, but you're now under a time limit, and the time limit is enforced by mm-hmm. the difficulty that is set for stealth currently. Whether that's set by the difficulty you're playing on, so you can you know uh, normal hard survivor, um, you'll you'll have a lower time depending on that difficulty, or if you're playing on any of those difficulties and you yeah. modify the specific setting that is for stealth difficulty that will raise or lower your timer as well. So that's how the time is determined. I feel like that's a really good when it's limited. That's what I intend to use because yes. And that is that is what I intend to use because that means that you will be invisible sometimes. And yeah, you will get a couple of, you know, decently easy stealth kills out of that. But it also means that because there's a time limit, you have no yep. choice but to occasionally be visible. You have no choice. You will occasionally be visible. So you you want you still want to crouch, you still want to be careful as you walk through an area, stuff like that. And so, so the reason I bring this up is part of getting past enemies is yeah. also helped on by using the invisibility trick. You know, with with a correct combination of using invisibility and using deterrence to lure enemies away from from the position of the golden path. Like if you want to, if you're trying to sneak to the next story area. You want to get enemies away from that area. So uh, a combination of invisibility and deterrence um, to, uh, to get them away from that, wherever you're trying to go, will be effective in uh, sneaking past enemies, if that's what you want to do, if you want to try to sneak past. Now, 
There are two more things, though, about invisibility that you should know. Number one, there is a, I guess what you would call like a fail state um, where it's, it's not much, but if, if an enemy yeah. is so close to you that they basically step on you, <clears throat> mm-hmm. then you actually will still get detected, that's, even if you're invisible. Yeah, that's good. That I like. That I like. It's not a so catch you still all. be kind of careful, even when you're invisible. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. Invisibility is pretty good, but it's not a catch all. Now, here's the other thing, though. And I actually approve of this, too, because, again, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I appreciate the challenge. Um, invisibility does not work good. on dogs. The, the infamous dog scent tracking thing does not... Uh, it, it, uh, invisibility does not save you from that. If your scent is out good. there, you will I still get found. I don't have dogs. a problem with that, actually. Yep. All you have to do is keep moving. If you want to try to get away from the dog, keep moving. Yeah. Uh, so your scent, so they're thrown off your scent after a while. Or again, if you use a deterrent uh, against the dog, mm-hmm. they get distracted by it and it gives you more time to get away from them. Nice. So, and I've done that too, by the way. I have snuck past dogs. That, I, like I said, though, dogs it's not easy. It's it's and it's not intended to, to be deal easy. With. But yeah, they're, they're they <laughs> they find you real good. Like. <laughs> yep. It's really, I don't know. There's something about it too that I really like. Like they, they're like, they like go to their Aww. owners and pant, and like you can hear all of this. And the owner's like, "What? Did you find something?" And then they'll they'll start running towards the the, the scent trail and like, "Okay, I got something. Hang on, I'm looking for it." And then you know, Aww. the dogs running and That's barking cool. and making them follow him. It's just, it's really I don't know. It's really cool. cool. Something about it's really cool. So yeah, invisibility very useful. Um, keep in mind what unlimited invisibility means. Also keep in mind. That unlimited invisibility is the right. default option when you turn on the vision defaults. So if you yeah. if you want the Which challenge unlimited, you have to go adjust it yourself. I mean, like it it that is worth mentioning. It seems like they yeah. kind of expect people to go diving into the options. So I think they want that. Yeah, I I I, I agree with that because I already know there's a couple options that I want to change. Um, so that one of the default one of the things that's not a default option I would definitely is auto pickup of items for sure, and. I, I would recommend I would recommend using that, um, and the reason I would recommend using default pickup or automatic pickup of items is because if you don't use that, then you will right. have to deal with triangle prompts for every item on the ground you have to pick up, and I think I like auto pickup less chance of because it means things. that um, we can reserve. Well, maybe, but also also we can reserve our, our uses of triangle for actual interactables. We That's we know more that meaningful, when we like, have to press triangle. Yeah. It's because we're interacting with something to open it or to use it. Yeah. So, so once, cool. once you're close enough, it'll just pick it up for you. Yeah, it's just not an issue. So I, I prefer that. I think it's. I think it's good. Um. Yeah. What? Um, goodness. What is the process? There's, there's just of so much. Finding, there's so um, much in this, in this game. Side stories. Like, what's what does that kind of entail? So what typically happens is. You're in an area and you're probably looking for items. This is how this generally happens. If you're if you're looking for items and mm-hmm. you find a note on the ground or somewhere or in a cabinet or something, and you yeah. read that note. By the way, all notes read to you by TTS. So there you go. Um, you read a note and the note might tell you about a place. The note might be like, oh man, we just uh, we just left this place and it was full of infected 
we were going to hole up there, but we decided we couldn't because there's too many infected in there, you know? So the note tells you about a place and then you get a prompt that says, hey, this location has been discovered. Cool. And that's how it starts. Um, now, you can very often, as long as you keep hunting for items, because these locations exist to, to you know, not, not just further the story, and yes, they will be side stories, but not just further the story, also to yeah. give you more supplies or to give you something of, of importance, you know? So, honestly, you'll probably find it anyway if you keep hunting for items. But I do know there are also maps that you can also find that point out where the location actually is. And those maps are read as best as TTS can read a map. Like, they'll, they'll give you a general direction of this, yeah. this thing is in the east of the, you know, you know, the area. And you can use the status checker uh, for directional, you know, directional, which direction am I facing kind of thing. You can do that. That's, that's, in, that's one of the things that's listed in your, in your stats. If you, if you swipe up on the touchpad with TTS nice. on, it'll give you a stat list. Um, and so one of the things that it lists is direction you're facing. So if you need to go east to the east side of the map, you can, you can actually manually do that without even tracking anything. And again, once you're close enough to the, the side story area, the golden path becomes that. And it will tell you, you get a prompt when you oh, enter cool. a location that you've discovered. <laughs> so you will know when the golden path shifts to that side story area. Nice. You're like, oh, okay, good. We're in here now. All right, good. Let's do this. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a little, it's, it's kind of, a, it's a little work. It's not like the same thing as a sighted person. Because <coughs> like a sighted person would be like, I discovered this right. location. Looks at map. Oh, it's over there. I'll just go over there. It's not quite the same thing, cool. but we can do it. I have done it before. Um, okay, do we want to talk about... We talked about a little bit yesterday, but uh, do we want to talk about uh, another maybe concession um, that was made with uh, as far as like puzzles? Yes. Yes, indeed. So, puzzles are a part of The Last of Us. They have been since the first game. Um, there are puzzles in this game. There are plenty of them. And the, there is an option in the list of options called puzzle skip. And I know, I know you blind gamers. I know you, I know you're thinking, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to skip puzzles because the puzzles, I mean, this is the last of us. Like things happen, even as you're doing puzzles, like there's dialogue and there's, you know, stuff and there's things, even if you're by yourself, mm -hmm. like they might do, they might muse to themselves. You never know. This is... Naughty Dog is great at gameplay through story uh, storytelling through gameplay, so you never know what's going to happen. Maybe they'll talk to themselves. Maybe they'll hum a little right. tune. I don't know, but it's probably interesting, even though it's a puzzle. But you don't want to skip puzzles. However, uh, for the moment, I have to I have to pro tip you guys here. Uh, leave the puzzle skip setting on. It does not skip puzzles automatically. Just so you know, what it will do is it will tell you. It actually tells you every time you enter a puzzle because the idea <laughs> right. is. Puzzle skip is not just for the blind. Yeah. It's actually also there for cognitive impaired people. So people who who just don't feel like they can solve that particular puzzle, they don't have to. They just they can, they have the option. And by the way, that message I think pops up on screen too. It's not just a TTS message. So you get a message every time you go into a puzzle that says, This is a puzzle. It may not be accessible for everyone. Press uh, mm -hmm. press the options button and choose to skip if you'd like to, to do that. Um, that warning is meant for right now, for the moment, 
the cognitive impaired and the visually impaired. Because unfortunately, as as things currently stand, not all the puzzles have been scripted yet. Um, I can't go into yeah. the specifics of like what I mean by that <laughs> exactly, but basically, it's it's they're not done with the puzzles yet. Making the puzzles accessible is not done yet. Now that said, it is going to be done. I believe the next patch after day one is the target for getting the puzzles done. So right now, if you play at launch, like, I don't know how they're tackling it either, by the way. I don't know if like the puzzles at the end are the ones that aren't done. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they're tackling it in order or just, you know, whatever puzzles easier versus what's puzzles not easy to script. I don't know. But the point is there will be puzzles you have to skip. And here's how you'll know you'll have to skip a puzzle. If the golden path effectively just stops working, if you hear that, so so when you hear that message about puzzle accessibility, remember you hear it on every puzzle. So when you hear that message, right. try to keep going. Okay, see what happens. Try to try to use the golden path. See if the golden path is directing you to the solution. To the you know, see if see if stuff is happening when you like. Do you get as you keep walking? Do you get mm-hmm. triangle prompts? Do you get prompts to do things to solve this puzzle? You know, keep trying to do stuff. If stuff isn't working, if either either you're like you're not moving or the golden path isn't taking you anywhere then it's probably when the puzzle is not done. That's that's my tip for you. Just try first because some of the puzzles okay. are done, but uh, some of them are not. So try first. Yeah. Only skip if you have to, because I don't want to. I want. I don't want you to miss anything. This this is something that I'm glad that that is being. That's fixed, cool that like. But everyone deserves to know that's, that's kind of right now. made that concession that like this isn't really quite at launch, but we are aware and working on it. Yeah. But we want you to be able to play that, the game. Yeah, we, we still want you to be able like to finish the game. So volumes about Naughty Dog as a company and like their commitment to accessibility that they've started showing. It's yeah, yeah. They they want to remove all barriers. They really do. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yes. Also confirmed uh, by the list. So this, I'm not saying yep. anything. No one knows. Yes, there is a guitar in the game. <laughs> and yes, I'm guessing there the boat, are boats in the game of the boats. I'm guessing <laughs> that works fairly similar to the way like the the horse stuff works. Just use golden path and yeah. Okay, yep. that's what I figured. Yep, exactly the same. Exactly the same. They made it super yep. easy. Just you know, you'll automatically accelerate cool. as long as you're pressing forward. So it's you know, super easy. There is an alternate boat control scheme, but I did the the feature list actually yeah. recommends that uh, the blind use the default one. Yeah. Yeah, there is a, like if you want to if you want to drive a boat like like um like more of like a GTA kind of experience. There is a there's the, nice. another control scheme where you have to hold R two to accelerate and, and L two to, to reverse and stuff. Yeah, but the but the blind are recommended to use the first one. Just keep that in mind too, guys. Uh, yeah. When you're looking through all the options, maybe don't change the boat control scheme. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Man, I yeah, really don't know what else to uh, get into. I feel like, but I feel like at the same time, there's like so much more to to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so much. Like this game is is just a monster of accessibility and awesomeness. Um, like another thing, like another just random thing, I, I think it's worth saying is that um, there are tutorial messages oh, uh, for all of our features as well. So. If our feature set is on, you will get tutorial messages that tell nice. you how to use it in context. 
And yeah, that is that is the thing I made sure happened <laughs> because uh, I knew going into this that we would be dealing with a situation where not only are we dealing with people who haven't played The Last of Us before, but we're gonna we're gonna be dealing yeah. with people who haven't played games like, like this before at all. Really, I and mean, you hadn't really either. You know, mm-hmm. right? Really, neither have I. Really, neither have I. And by the way, that's that's actually a really good segue as it turns out, into one of the most important topics I think we have to go over here. And that's that um, th- there, is a, there is a mental shift that is going to be required uh, to play this game. And that's, that's just me being honest. Um, this is not nope. your typical audio game. This is, a, this is a... They call it open linear. So it's, 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 it's a linear story, but it's not... Uh, the experience itself is not intended to be linear, and it's not. It's an open linear game where there is more than one way to approach each thing that you do in the game. It is a game where, unlike in most audio games, it's a game where you don't have to kill everyone. And believe it or not, yeah. that was actually very difficult for me to get past. Because you it does enemy, require a fight shift. It. Here I am, going through people. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's an enemy. I need to fight this thing or kill it. No, you don't have to. Again, we, we went through, we went over how sneaking past enemies is a viable option. It is a thing you can do. It's hard, but yeah. it's, it's hard for sighted too, by the way. It's, stealth is hard, um, but it is a thing you can do. And it might be, mm-hmm. depending on your resources, it might be something you might want to try to do. Especially you if you're playing on Survivor. You might want to try to go toe-to-toe with like 20, 30 people. You know? Oh, good. Good. It, awesome. It's going to be patched in. It's already confirmed. Grounded is coming. I want to try Grounded. Um, so yeah. You yeah, so do I. So do I. So do I. Um, but yeah, you might not want to go toe-to-toe with like 30 people. And so you may want to kind of use deterrence and, and be stealthy and not kill a single person and not get spotted and all that stuff. Or maybe you have the resources and you want to go loud. That's a yep. fully, fully useful, you know, usable option as well. Um and every path, every upgrade path that Ellie has, because one of the things they, they're doing in this game is different pathways depending on your play style. We can utilize every single one of those things yep. that, that Ellie can upgrade uh, herself up to. Um, and that includes the breath-holding mode. It sounds like a really crazy feature, but it, it's a real thing where if you, if you upgrade Ellie on, I believe it's the... I want to say it's the stealth path. I think, that's, I think that's the path that has that. Or maybe it's just the gun path. I don't remember. Anyway, there's, a, there's an upgrade that Ellie has that allows her to hold her breath while aiming. The reason it exists is because everyone in this game, including the enemies, has breath. They breathe. Um, and they have heartbeats as well. And those things, if you're, say, close enough, yep. can be heard by other people. Like, maybe you're, maybe you're... Even if you're, like, aiming at a target far away but you're close to another target, that other target might hear, you know, might hear your breath. So there actually is an upgrade nice. to, while aiming, hold her breath. So we can we can do that. We can uh, you know the the crafting menu is fully accessible to us, so we can upgrade our you know we can get we can craft we can learn to craft silencers and we can learn to craft explosive arrows. We can learn to, every pathway that the I did has, notice a lot have. of especially going back and listening. So there is, there's a lot more. Even the first game kind of had it too, but it's really evident, especially knowing that the whole breath thing. Like there's a lot more like. And it's and it's 
subtle. Yeah. You have to listen for it, but it's there of like, you know, breathe like the way the breathing is and like little grunts when you're doing a stealth kill and like there was a couple times i think there was one time some random video i saw and um ellie was breathing very very hard and very rapidly like she was either tired or uh very injured some one of those yeah two and uh yeah well, one of them, she had just run away. And like after you, so it's the whole heart rate concept. It's, it's it breath and heart rate put together. So if yeah. you run and you get out of breath, you're going to be out of breath for a while. And you're going you're gonna to hear Ellie slowly recover from that. But that also applies to the enemies too. So like, if you remember, one of the things that yep. they've really, really hyped is that every enemy has a name in this game. But not only that, mm-hmm. every enemy has a relationship, sometimes to other enemies, sometimes to their dog, for instance. Um, and if you say, as a for instance, uh, you could so so if, let's say you kill like a dude, and they gave the game gave uh, another enemy that's in the area the relationship of father to that dude. He will be oh, like, "Wow, you killed my son!" You know, if he if he sees if he sees you do it, obviously, he'll be like, "You killed my son!" And then and then his his you know oh, behind wow. the scenes his heart rate rating will go way up, and you'll be able to hear. If he if he charges at you, wow, you will hear him running at you out of breath that's, and stuff like that. He's incredible. charging you down. What it's breath and detail. heart rate combined. Um, and that goes for every uh, heart rates go up too. If enemies are, are afraid of you, like if you if you are stealthing like crazy, um, you'll you'll be able to hear them breathing yeah. a lot clearer because they're they're kind of more scared and more you know amped up because uh, they don't know. Maybe they find the body that they haven't seen you yet. Like some of that stuff too, with the stealthy aspect yeah and i know that mm-hmm. i know that the arkham games kind of mess with levels of of fear as well so yeah but i think yeah. i don't know it feels like it's this everything. is a different level like because because it applies yeah. to you too like in arkham in arkham batman was never afraid in a way but, i just love you know going back to so yeah like it's so cool that like the touchpad is actually getting like practical use and not just as an extra button, but like yeah, the actual use for us. <laughs> touch part of the touchpad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even for us, you swipe up to get your stats list. So there you go. And by the way, I believe uh, the game is going to freeze while it's reading your yeah, stats. Yeah, it kind of has to, though. That was a decision that was made because... Um, right. Yep, because we want you to be able to check your health and combat. I get that. Is why that decision was made. So, uh, if if you need to check your stats, right. you don't need the to time, worry about getting killed while you do it. By the time you look at what your health oh. is, you can be taking more damage. And oh, well, that's not accurate anymore. Crap. <laughs> you be dead. That health is zero because you got hit by your a health clicker. is ninety. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so if you need to check your stats, even in combat, you can. So that's that's a nice feature. Um, speaking of, you know, it's worth promoting some of the other accessibility features too. I, I love how they we, we now have yeah. uh, game speed as an option. This is for kind of the motor impaired, but also the cognitively impaired as well. If you need to slow down the game for whatever reason, uh, you absolutely can. And you can play the game at your speed, I think you know, that's no matter what that is. So I, I, I love idea. that. 
Um, they did a lot of cool stuff for motor impairment, like the um, full remapping, um, changing full remapping, obviously uh, holds to toggles. It is a great idea. Oh, yeah, holds to toggles. Here's the crazy one, from in my opinion, and no, I did not know about this before. The options for oh, how do you hold your really? controller? I mean, what? Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have different presets for if you, if you hold your controller a different way. <laughs> you know what uh you know, one of the one of the really little things that you know it, it might hit you, it might not, but it hit me, so I'm gonna mention it. I know it's a little thing, but here you go. So in most other games that we're trying to play, we're probably playing them with some kind of workaround, yep. you know, because they don't have full TTS support yep. and stuff like that. So we're probably using OCR to, to read things, including tutorial messages, right? Well, I mean, in this game, again, a little thing, but still, this game is designed for us to play it, which means when you hear a tutorial message, Yay! it is actually going we to actually read you the button you're supposed to press to do a thing. <laughs> Those never OCR. Yay! The actual button's in them. Yay! Yep, they never OCR properly. And not only that, that you can I think go is into the one of the more exciting things the, to me. Buttons there too. Is hey, I can actually look at the controllers the way the, the controls is the way a sighted person would, and remap. Yeah, yeah, and if you want to with full remapping, you could even modify them. Oh, that's cool. And the t- tutorial message will conform. Nice. By the way, it will conform to the modifications you make. <sighs> I, yup, yup. No, we're single digits now. Single digit days. <sighs> yeah, nine I can't, days. I can't wait. Nine it's days until be... this game comes out for everyone to play. I'm going to be so excited and frustrated when that preload starts. And it's just going to be like, ah, it's going to be taunting me. I can't play it yet. I do not. Yeah, by the way, you know what the preload is? The preload? This blows my mind. This blows my mind. I was not expecting this. Oh, whole week. The preload is this Friday. Isn't it usually only a couple days? They pre they gave they gave the preload a week. Huh. Yeah, okay. usually it's like the Sunday before a game comes out or something. Or if the game comes out on like Tuesday, it's like a, the Sunday before, and it comes out on Friday, it's like the Tuesday okay. before. But no, it's this well, Friday. Yeah. So that game's going to be sitting on your desk. It's going to take me a good while to download it because I don't have the best connection. Hope you're ready for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not going to take me a week. But well, I mean, then I guess it's going to be at gigs. Because, <laughs> by the way, because, well, yeah, but by the way, by the way, but guys, that's what the day we don't even know. Apparently, the final tally on day one side of the game. Gonna be, so. That could be fairly sizable, too. We don't know. That could be I, big, too. Just, yeah. Yeah. It, we'll find out. We'll find out. I was hyped for this game no matter what. Like, but because I love, I love the first yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, just in general. I love like, it. It's a story yeah, that you love. do too. Um, but now, now, it's just like, oh my God. Yeah, like, I'm a huge fan. Playing this at the same time that everybody else is playing it, experiencing it. The- Basically, the way everybody else is going to be experiencing it, yeah. But I'm going to be able to play through it with a few concessions, but yeah. 
there's actually there's actually one there's actually one concession that I don't yeah. know whether or not it's in the game yet because I haven't you know played for a while. So, mm-hmm. um, but if because there's a there's a concession that I suggested, but I don't know if it made it in. So I'll, I'll as soon as I know I'll, I'll you know let people know about it just so they know. Pro tip. Yeah. But as far as I know, it's not in yet. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, so you know what my ideal situation right now would be for blind yep. people everywhere to rewatch all the trailers and all like the, the, you know, the state of play and everything like that. Now knowing that this is a game that you could play know, and you so can do crazy. all the things that you are hearing in those, in those what the, videos, what the, all of them, what the fun part I think for me was just kind of imagining speculating, like when the accessibility stuff did come out, not the, not yesterday's thing, but like a week ago when, Everything was like, oh yeah, the, the Verge thing, yeah. Um, but we didn't really know details. When the Verge thing, yeah. <clears throat> As speculating, like, okay, this is going to be playable, but what about what about this is going to make it playable? And that was kind of fun to think about, like for someone on the outside. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. So, like. You you knew like back then when the Verge article came out, any everyone only knew that they were yeah. saying that it was going to be playable. But then you're like, really? And but now... how? <laughs> how is this possible? And I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of people that were like, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. I guess they pulled it off. So I, mean, I guess I'll try I've it. <laughs> seen like I don't even know how many. I want to say at least six or seven people that I can think of off the top of my head that are buying PS4s. Just for this game, and that's huge. Just for this game, yeah. Because they're, they're they're the people that recognize that this is an evolution of accessibility. Because that's oh. exactly what it is. Um, you know, and we have some people, we have some people that are they're still saying, you know, well, mm. bah, because it's well, not you on know Xbox, what? therefore bah. But you know, to them, I to, to them to them, I say. You know, in 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 the, as kindly a way as I can to them, I say, just consider that this that means this you're going to get being that accessible too. means you more Xbox than people. just this game being accessible. Yeah, this you're going to get that moment. Yeah, it's going to be later, but you're yep. going to get that moment because this kind of accessibility Developers is going to breed competition. It's going like, to breed other games that are like, oh my god, okay, they actually did this, and then they're going to start, you know, maybe talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did update my my uh, my my hiring page yesterday, my consultancy page. I mean, that's to a reflect huge that I've worked like, on the Last of Us Two, which you know should help. Of... It's a huge get. It's a huge get. I'm still to this day like <laughs> like both proud and you still had a kind of a little shocked that I you had an part integral part in the development like that I helped of a to freaking triple A game. Like what? Yeah, yeah. I, I am, I am the reason that some of these features exist at all. Yeah, and that's a lot to, that's a lot to, that's a lot to put on a person. But yep. you know, but here it is, and I'm going to oh, do I what mean, I can with it. So yeah, I just yeah, you always did hint. You hinted that like this is going to be huge. I it's did. gonna be like massive and crazy, like 
and I believed you. Of course, I believed you, but I don't think it was going to be this. Because it's hard to, it's hard to like scale that. Like even if you're doing a hint, like, hey, I have a huge announcement. It's hard to really. This, this announcement is so huge. Like, yeah, it like there are there are barely yep. words to describe the the level of hugeness of this announcement. And uh, um, so you know, it's and, it, it's uh, hard my, to convey yeah, that even if you're out. trying to be <laughs> subtle about it. It was uh, it. it was definitely like, oh my god, this is this happened. <laughs> Wow. Yep. Yeah, it happened when it really hit you. And this this is changing the yep. entire industry. That's right, man. Like this will create um, by the a tsunami, I think, across the entire industry. Yeah. This this is this is an evolution. This this is going to. I mean, like I, I you know, like I've said before, um, you know, not not on the podcast, but like I've said before, um developers yep. themselves you know developers themselves are going to buy this game not just because of the accessibility yeah. just because millions of people are buying this game this game is shattering pre-order records even it was even the the spider-man ps4 game which was great by the way you know got and and, and also was the record holder wow. for a long time has been out pre-ordered by the last was part two so millions of people have this now including you know including game developers which means you can literally just show people the, hey, the best example of accessibility in in a video game is already in, yes it's 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 already going to be in their hands. I can literally just say go turn these yeah. options on the last was two play it and that's the yeah, best you, example I can. And give you don't me. even have to really like you don't. There's even have no to better demo example to them. You can just be like, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, I will like if they want me oh, to. No, if they want me to a, do it for them, like I'll play terrible... Last of Us Two a bit for them. Oh, but this I, I also amazing just... game! Oh, oh no, geez, don't okay. make me do that again. Ugh. Don't make me play this game I love. <laughs> Please nope. don't. But yeah, yeah. Sorry, Resident which Evil is 6, hilarious because that was the anymore. game that sorry, you used like... <laughs> to. That was kind of the impetus for you know? for this. Yeah, I used it for a while. And now you have a new template. To show people, so I mean, uh, just yeah, and and for me, like I did for this. my career, it's not only a template I can show people. I can also say, you know, this is what <laughs> we did. Like I did, <laughs> like I did, I did this. You know, <laughs> I even I even flat out said on Twitter, I was like, "Hey, game dev, hashtag game dev." They because yeah. I said, "Hey guys," well, because it's true. Uh, I can do this for you. This is what I offer. It's not even a boast. It's just it's Le- fact. It's yep. you did this. Yep. It's this incredible feat of yep. accessibility, and that's never been done before. And hopefully, it's something that will be repeated by other. Yeah. By other and, I mean, I we know. By the way, by Naughty Dog, but I'm saying I, hopefully it'll be repeated no by other. No doubt. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, you know, this is picked up by as many devs as possible. But um, by the way, I, I do want to mention, first of all, I, I really, I really, really hope that everyone out there who's going to try this, I hope you enjoy it. But I want you guys to know <laughs> that I know that I'm not a perfect human being, okay? I want you guys to know that I actually want, I yeah. really do, I want you guys to give me feedback on your experiences with The Last of Us Part Two. Because the thing is, 
I'm still <clears throat> in contact with these people, okay? So yep. if you guys have feedback, I will pass it along. I really will. I promise you that. And I'm not, I, I'm not going to make promises because I'm not the coder, I'm not the programmer, and I'm not the deadline guy. But Naughty Dog is a team that loves what they do. And while I can't make any promises, I can at least say that maybe there's a possibility that any feedback you provide, you know, maybe it's patched in. Maybe it's not, but maybe it is. Yeah. And if, if anyone's going to patch it in, it's going to be Naughty Dog, who already has this infrastructure. Remember, accessibility is hard to patch in if you haven't done it already. But now the infrastructure already exists. There, the game is already fully accessible, basically. I mean, well, it is fully accessible. But I mean, like, if there's any feedback, I'm saying if there's any feedback that you think is like, if you have any negative feedback, yeah. there's at least a chance a that these things it's can be modified or changed there. or fixed in some way that might help you. I can tweak it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, accessibility has already happened with this game. We can do tweaks, yeah. Yeah, so definitely, I mean, look, yeah. even on day one, on the day one patch, there's accessibility <laughs> features and fixes. Yes. And I've already said, on the next patch, there's more accessibility fixes. So legit, if you have feedback, let me know. I already have two things I'm going to be sending off uh, later today. Oh, wow. Uh, from the, that I've heard from people just based on the demos. Not even kidding. Based on the video demos <laughs> that people have listened wow. to, I have two bits of feedback no, that's that I've been asked to send. So, but that's okay. That's okay. This is an evolution. Um, I want that. This is an evolving Because the thing, thing is, I, I see, I'm in a place, it's, it's, it's an evolution. It's evolution, but here's here's where I'm here's where my head's at. I am now in a position where my yeah. work yeah. is going to be evaluated by every player, no every pressure. blind player who plays this game. <laughs> so I want I want you guys to well yeah. there is pressure. There is pressure, but but I think I'm taking it well. Like like I want you guys to know that I am aware of that, that I'm aware that not only is Naughty Dog gonna be evaluated, but I'm gonna be evaluated based on this. And I want you guys to know that I am okay with that and that I'm here for you in the sense that I will, I will send your feedback on if you have it. Like if there's mm-hmm. positive or negative too. Like if you, if you really love the experience, yeah. great. Let me know that too. If I did a good <laughs> job, let me know that too. You know? I, I like I what I've heard job, demos well, so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, what can yeah. I say? Oh, one other thing too. I want to go back. I, I meant to keep doing this, and we uh, we kept getting getting uh, on different tangents. Because oh, yeah. I actually forgot one thing. I was talking about the in, in the little nuances. I forgot. A, I forgot a thing. Another little nuance. So we talked about breaking windows and crawling through them to get to like out either in or out of the building. But what we didn't talk about is this. I know because I played before this was a thing um, that crawling mm-hmm. through windows is a very precision act for a sighted person to do. Um, if you're a sighted person with playing without the accessibility features, you have to be facing the yep. window directly to make sure, you know, to make, make her go through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much you can do in this game. They want to make sure that going through the window is the thing you want to do, right? So to do it, you have to face the window directly. Um, well, going back to little nuances now, there's another one. If you break a window... You'll get a prompt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the jump prompt. It's it's the equivalent of the jump prompt. You'll play the X sound. Um, you and, and if you press that <coughs> after you after you've broken a window, the game will intelligently turn your character directly oh, towards nice. the thing That's and then cool. climb through it for you. So you don't have to worry about facing it yourself. You break the window. You press X. Yeah, turns done automatically. 
boom, you're could in. Could you, could you or imagine out. <laughs> the <laughs> level of passing? Uh, and just, ah, uh, man, there's so much, there's so much potential for future, future stuff here. Well, I still think, I still, there is, there's a lot of, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of potential, but I actually, I actually do think that for an MMO, this mm. would be the wrong solution. I think for a wide linear game like this is, it works yeah. fine. But for an MMO, which is like world-sized mm. wide, um, I think you want to go with a more waypoint-based yeah. system than this. Um, that said, it, this works fine for this game. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if this system would work in an MMO, but something similar with waypoints, you know, could be good. Basically, like, the navigation assistance in terms of, like, getting through doors, mm-hmm. around corners, over objects... Yeah. That I just plus waypoints and then uh, that, that would be perfect. Just, I can't wait to get my hands on this and stream it and play it. And I know I've got I've got. Uh, hey, guess what? Nine days. I've got my box of tissues. Nine days. I'm fully I'm fully expecting. <laughs> I <was> preloaded <laughs> my tissues. Yeah. <laughs> you've you've preloaded the box of tissues. Now you got to preload uh, the game. <laughs> So it's so exciting. I've never <laughs> been this. Yes, indeed, man. Hyped for a this AAA a... game before. Like not on this level. Yeah, and and, it, and the thing is, so so here's a fun fact for the listeners out there. You guys should know that um, before the big announcement came out, I so 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 as as Sherlock said, I hinted before that I had a big thing to talk about. Now. I told him a long time ago yep. that when I could talk about the big thing that I couldn't talk about back then, that we would do an episode like this. Oh, yeah. And we made plans for the episode before he knew what it was. <laughs> like, I was like, when we I was like, okay, so the day right after that we I can talk about the thing, I started and the next episode will be that episode. Like, yep, okay. <laughs> Which was... Yeah, actually, yeah. It was, it was Lord, right almost after. a year ago. So I, I basically had to, yeah, I had to, I had to like establish that trust. Like, like, look, it is a really big deal. Yeah. Trust me. This is going to be a special episode. You're going to want it to be. And here's what, and, you know, and you know, here's what we'll do when that day comes. And, you know, so it's, it's been, it's been, we're finally there. Yeah. And I think it's cool. I don't know yep. why, but I think it's cool. It's episode 44. <laughs> like yep. it's a palindrome. I don't know. It's neat. <laughs> oh man. I, the palindrome. I just can't believe this is like actually happening. Like a game like this <clears throat> is going to be is is what is yeah. setting yeah, the man. new bar for accessibility, and not even and, the, and, that's and the thing that blows my mind orbit, is it's not even just a a blindness thing. It's an everything thing. Yeah, it's it's just there's so much like for blind people, for low vision people. I so one of my fellow consultants, Steve Saylor, um, when when we were working on this, told me that the zoom, the way the zoom functionality works for low vision people is revolutionary. He says he's never seen a zoom yeah. function work the way that this one does ever before. And the way it works is using the touchpad. You literally, you literally zoom in on things in the and game it's such a simple like you're thing. using it's a like, zoom function on it on how cell did phone. nobody think of this before like you you can like yeah i think i saw it in the thing you could actually yeah, and that's exactly also, how it works in, in last of us too um you can pick so specific 
parts of the screen too to zoom in on if you want to like it's it's it seems like it's pretty robust in what it lets you do which is yeah. really awesome yeah yeah you can just read yep read if you haven't yep, yep, already yep. i mean every, everything here is uh, just go read that feature list it's impressive yeah it's on naughty dog's website it's on i actually yeah, you can find it in naughty multiple dog, places um, website you can find it's, it on... it's a little easier to navigate um there's more oh, really? headings to it is it easier than, um yes is it easier I than the playstation so. game listing version of the accessibility page on playstation.com but it's, it is okay okay there's okay. a lot of different places well it is it is in all those places it's on naughty dog's website it's on playstation's website it's on it's on the lapsus.com it's on um it's in the playstation blog which is not quite the same thing so there's playstation.com and it's under the game listing for The Last of Us. But there's also blog.playstation.com, yeah. and there's a blog post about it that also contains the list. So there's there's so many places <laughs> where it exists right now. So, um, think, but I, I love that too. I love. Think maybe one last question. Throwing uh, it everywhere. I think I know the answer already. But what is the yeah? What is the thing Bring you're on. looking forward to most about playing this game when it comes out? Oh man! Oh mm. man, that's not an easy answer. Like you might think you know the answer, but it's not an easy answer. I mean, so I, uh, I think that no. you think my answer is going to be by default the fact that I can I'm looking forward to that too. Actually, which is okay. Well, that's I mean that's a, that's an exciting thing. It's it's a very by the way. Speaking of that, it's worth mentioning. By the way, I found out that there are the, the trophy yeah, structure is the, not um, the same as in the first game. There the are in fact does say no that, yeah. difficulty trophies. The blog says that the di- the, the difficulty is, is meant to be malleable for those who yeah. want to ha- to have a, you know different experiences. So there are no difficulty related oh, trophies, absolutely. which I'm okay with. That doesn't change the fact like that I'm going to try and the difficulties. And like on. that doesn't affect anything for me. I'm still doing it. Yeah, yeah. My first, I'll I'll play my first playthrough on moderate, but I will try the higher difficulties. Absolutely, I will. Um, so that doesn't change anything for me. So there's no trophies for it, but I don't care. Um, so yeah, but the platinum is exciting. Uh, I already told you this is, is going to be my first platinum trophy ever. I, I want that. I, I'm um, super excited. But I think getting. Yeah, yeah. Um, do I want to? Do you I don't want? Know. Like, do you there's so much. And there's things what, that I, like you, I can't. What, uh, <laughs> there's things I can't what say. What I think your answer would have been. Um, going back to that quote from that you yes, gave what do you think my answer would have been in 2017. <laughs> and I think it's a really cool. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so it, it's so yes. Don't get me wrong. This is a wonderful thing, and this is this is by far the most well, sure. one of the best parts of it. Well, that could that could but be the when next, you ask the question the next, in strict um, terms of, of the game the itself. Part of that question. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so for those who don't know this, and I, I talked this a little bit on Twitter as well, but for those who don't know. This uh, part of the thing that made uh, Naughty Dog want to talk to me in the first place back in 2017 was a statement that I made at, during that speech where I said, I would love to, for the first time ever, yep. play a game for my fiance Misty instead of her having to play a game for me and me being just forced to listen yep. to it. And that is a thing that is going to become a reality that is actually going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. My streams 
Misty will be there. My students of this game, she will be there, and it will be her first time. By the way, <laughs> she is going nuts about keeping herself unspoiled. Oh, she didn't even. She doesn't. Wow. She, she won't. She wants she to won't be watch that, the state of play. She wants to be that oblivious to just everything. She wow, cool. No, she doesn't want to see anything. Because, well, and part of the reason for that is because she already yeah. has seen some things. Like everything that I've seen okay. for playtesting, she has seen most of that. Yeah. So she's not completely unspoiled, but she wants. To, she doesn't want anything new, anything else. Um, but yes, this is really happening. Uh, she will be. I can't wait present. to see her I'm not reactions. About, like, in chat, I she will be there, sitting next to me, during my live streams. I know. I can't either. I can't either. Because, like I said. So, so she didn't. She didn't yeah. see anything that uh, she she saw some of the things that I saw. But she didn't see everything that I saw. <laughs> so there's a couple story moments that I know about that she didn't see, and I can't wait for her reactions to those. Um, but anyway, I still can't wait for her reactions to anything. But um, so she'll be sitting next to me while I live stream this game, and I will literally be playing the game for her. She is getting the game. I actually got her the collector's edition of the game, but she has decided that she wants it to be this way, and so she's not going to play the game at all. I think, Until I think I am done playing the, the game the for her for the first time ever in like. our freaking lives, and it's ah. <laughs> Misty is amazing. It's it's amazing. She's amazing. Yes, indeed. Um, in terms of the game, sure. I'm not going to be specific here. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to be very specific. But what I want to say is, I think the the thing I'm looking forward to the most is actually might surprise you. Um. In amongst the chaos and the craziness and the, the, the horrors of this, this story of The Last of Us, there are certain moments. Uh, the thing I can reference to put this in perspective here is in Last of Us 1, there's a moment where Ellie sees a bunch of giraffes mm-hmm. and goes to them and they even get to pet one. Like Ellie and Joel pet uh, one together. And it's oh, a beautiful cool. moment. You can, actually, you can actually stay in that moment as long as you want. I don't know if you know that, but that's, that's kind of an Easter egg. If you don't move from Aww. that spot, the giraffes will keep, you know, doing their thing, and the music doesn't That's stop cool. until you move. Aww. So that little calming, peaceful music, it doesn't stop until you move. So you can stay there as long as you want. It's a beautiful moment. And those moments exist in two. And I think one of the most exciting things for me is being able to show you guys that. Like, it's, it sounds like so weird because... There's so much of this game that's not like it's it's you know it's combat it's like heavy it's stealth it's, you know but one of the most one of the things that's rough moments cool too those, because those moments <laughs> that happens right after a really 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 traumatic event in the story for Ellie and it really really affects her even 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 yeah. months later in the story she's really depressed it pulls her out of that like, space kind of lethargic and yeah. and just like yeah. Joel's like trying to talk to her and she's like yeah I've, she's I've, almost I'm, completely out sorry. of it yeah. but then that moment where she's 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 getting yeah. a ladder for him and she sees the giraffes like on the horizon <laughs> she just drops the ladder and runs because she can't believe what she just saw it's just that's where it's, and, and, you're, and, and, and yeah. it's your condition too like you think something terrible has happened like what <laughs> what what did she yeah. see oh my god and so you go up after her and it's like Oh, <laughs> you know, look at this. Look at these. Look at these guys. Yep. You know, it's a wonderful, beautiful moment, and those those are are present. And uh, yep. Yeah, I can't wait till you guys see those. All right. Well, I yes, indeed. I don't think there's much else to talk about. Um, 
other than we could just harp on how excited we are for the game. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean that for the next two hours. We're excited. No, really, we're excited. Don't you believe us? We hit on. We're excited. We hit, I think we hit on a lot. Yeah. Um. No, I think I think that I think uh, I've covered a lot. Oh, that said, I I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't thing cover I'm everything. To, um, too, it's just I'm probably forgetting something right now the, that I'm, um, I'm not even aware of. Sound cue glossary thing. <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah, there is a full sound glossary that gives you a list of all the sound cues and explains what they mean. And by the way, again, and this is key, this is key. Very cool. That also can be accessed at any time. So right from the pause menu, if you're like, uh, yeah. I hear this thing, but I forgot what that meant. Pause, sound glossary. <coughs> Let's look it up. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, yep. I don't know. There's, what, else, what, else, what, is, what else is there to say? I don't know, but um, you know, I, again, especially with this episode, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very <clears> proud <throat> of what I've done and I'm very passionate about it too. And so I want to, I want to stress that this episode, you know, every episode really, but this episode, especially if you have more questions, if you think of something yeah. that Sherlock didn't think <clears> of, <throat> or that I didn't think of, and you want to know about it and how it works, ask them because in terms of like how everything works, I can talk about that. I can't talk about like the inner workings of it, but I can talk about how everything works. So if there's anything that you can think of that Sherlock yeah. didn't, I didn't <clears> ask <throat> me, and I will probably be able to answer it for you. I, I have been given, uh, I've been given carte blanche. Episode on is going to be huge. Talk about how everything works for a different reason. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Not, it's going to be actually very huge. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, but also kind of for the same reason. If, if, if I'm lucky. Because, 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 because. <laughs> yes, I was, I was thinking that too. Um, because, uh, number one, the PS5 event is happening tomorrow, so we're going to discuss that next week. Um, <coughs> by the way, real quick, I know we're not going to discuss it in detail, but real quick, I saw, I saw a rumor. I saw a rumor, and I haven't confirmed <clears throat> this yet. I haven't, found any, I haven't found the source yet, so I don't know if this is true or not. But, apparently, PlayStation is suggesting <clears throat> I did that during that. the PS5 event tomorrow, you wear headphones. Yeah. 3D audio, anyone? That's what I think. <clears throat> Expect that tomorrow. Definitely wear headphones if you're watching the PlayStation event tomorrow. Uh, just in case. Um, so we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that next week. And I'm going to attempt, I'll let you know this right now, guys. Ah, I'm going yes. to attempt to get one of my fellow consultants on the show next week as a guest. I'm going to attempt <clears throat> to get my good buddy Steve Saylor to talk about his perspective. And the low vision aspect. It's not going to be like a whole episode like this. We're going to talk about PlayStation first and stuff. But um, I'm going to give him cool to, to provide a little bit of his perspective and stuff. If he's willing to do it. I think he will be, though. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the goal here. Because I, I know that, you know, obviously being <clears throat> blind and being the, the blind consultant, that that's kind of what I focused on. I tried to talk about some other things, too, but it is, it is what I focused on. Yep. And I, I, I think uh, focusing on, on uh, Steve's side of it would be cool, too. So. I I'll see if we can get it. <laughs> but uh, you, you need a drink. Um, so, <laughs> so I think we're going to close out here, guys. Uh, thanks, guys, so much for listening. Again, please ask me more questions yep. if you have them, if you can think of any. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll call it here. Um, thanks again. We enjoy making <laughs> these things for you every week. And this, this especially has been a tremendous last couple days for me. So <laughs> thank you guys for being here.